Welcome back to the Scent Geeks podcast. We have another frag-packed episode for you here. I'm Chris, and I would like to introduce my co-host, who just can't stop getting jerked at the moment. It's Steve from Frags to Riches. Hello. How are you, my friend? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good, yeah. Um, have you had a good week? Yes. Well, I say that. I've not actually told you this yet. It's been a funny old week, because uh, on Wednesday... Um, I found out, or we all did at work, that our company was having a big restructure, and we were at, oh no. yeah, at risk of redundancy. The words restructure. Well, yeah. Awful. Basically, we were in a consultation period, and then on Friday, I found out that my job was safe. So it's been an uh, emotional roller coaster this week, to be honest. Oh, so, man, yeah. I, f- I feel for you. The exact same thing last week happened to my sister. She had to wait all weekend, and on the Monday, they were telling everyone who was still working there and who wasn't and she was one of the lucky ones uh it was a massive relief for her so yeah i, I can only imagine how you must feel mate to, to still have a job to yeah. support your family and survive and pay your mortgage well, exactly obviously we've got the sort of baby coming stuff but you know whoever goes they've all you know everybody's got their thing haven't they um so it doesn't matter who it is you know everybody's got their their thing so it's, it's quite sad really um but it, yeah it's yeah. what it is but yeah so it's a funny old week really it was kind of like a yeah a bit of a funny one but how was how's your week been all right it's been a good week, mate. Yeah, I, again, busy, busy with uh, editing and and parenting. I wish I had something a little more um, interesting and varied to to report. But those are kind of my weeks at the moment. We're going away, actually. We, my folks have got a uh, a lodge in uh, Wales, uh, so we're going to do that in a couple of weeks. Oh, that'd be nice. Just, uh, oh, cool. Yeah, it'd be nice to get some fresh sea air. No doubt, I will be taking my camera and. Um, making some content i just can't i just can't help myself of course i actually talking of the beach we went to the beach today we went um oh, nice. yeah it was really nice actually and it's the first time well yeah the first time the wife's been sort of out and away for uh, somewhere for a while because obviously she's prego so she's on the vulnerable list so she's been sort of at home pretty much since day one apart from walking the dog mm. or whatever um so yeah we actually kind of went to the beach which is quite a sort of nice place it's sort of fairly quite good for social distancing and things it wasn't too busy but it was windy as hell which is a yeah. bit of a shitter actually because it kind of ruined it a little bit so there was sands in holes that shouldn't have sand that's all i'm gonna say i had to get have a shower when i come home it was just ridiculous you know hands like, down in the shower time was it yeah it was and sort of having to shield shield my sandwich and pringles from the bloody wind so yeah it's a bit it's a shame because it kind of ruined it the sort of uh, sandy sandwiches eh? yeah typical british trip to the beach exactly and i'm, I'm a bit windswept and i think i've got the sun on my head i'm a bit sunburnt so i might my next youtube video i'll probably gonna have a big red face or something <laughs> but there we go here's what it is did you do that thing that all um, british people do they arrive at the coast they get out the car they uh, stand with their hands on their hips and breathe in that fresh sea breeze i always do that yeah well i had sort of had to do that while i was sort of queuing up to uh queue for the uh parking ticket and but i just got blown blown around i was like oh fucking hell it was just ridiculous but uh other than that and then the dog decided to do a piss on one of our bags so <laughs> i couldn't stop oh, him in time he was like a sharpshooter he was like a quick draw he's just like cocked his leg and did something before i was like <laughs> yeah damn that was fast uh fortunately it was just on the outside of the bag but yeah other than that is a one and- 
Oh, uh, mate, you've uh, you've been getting jerked again this week, haven't you? Uh, you've yes. been on the fragrance jerks. You, you're becoming a famous face on there at the moment. I know. I, I was I was really pleased to, uh, when I first kind of started appearing on there because I thought I must have made it. But um, yeah, I, to be fair, I, I, it doesn't bother me kind of being on there. I think, and that's ah, it's bad because I posted in our Facebook group. I wasn't actually going to talk about this, but I know when it comes to trolls, you shouldn't respond. You should just like let it happen, let it die out. Don't kind of you give them what they want. But it just can't resist the urge because I, I don't know if it's the stand-up comedian in me just like you know responding to heckles yeah. or whatever but it, because i'm just not bothered by what they say i don't know if i'm at the end of the day and you know humble brag i've got quite a good life i've got nothing to really complain about i'm quite happy in a happy place so it just doesn't really bother me so that then annoys them if i kind of comment and sort of almost respond they're like they, they don't like it and they get really riled um, so that sort of happened in the little thread there. Somebody was getting pro- like proper kind of like het up, and I sort of wasn't yeah. letting it kind of bother me, and that kind of winds them up even more. So yeah, it's just oh, I don't know, it's just a bit. But I think now they know you respond. I think they're more likely to be posting about you now, that, you know, because you're going to yeah. take the bait. Yeah, there is that. There is that. But then conversely, they might not bother because the whole point of that thread, they just like to sort of troll and take the piss out of people that just like it's a bit cowardly isn't it it's that kind of thing where oh, let's just like take the piss out of them uh, you actually you've you're fresh on there today mate i've not told you this oh. you've, you're fresh on there your latest vid that dropped today that's already on there i, I ain't looking yeah ain't looking. no don't don't bother mate. no i'm not i'm not going there but anyway let's not give them the time of day because <laughs> i think we've given them too much attention well, already so. I, I almost i i started to write a reply to someone on youtube today someone who left me a comment and i just i, I stopped so i thought you know what i'm not i'm just not gonna bother but it was one of those that I was like, oh, really, you go in there, are you? And obviously my um, my thumbnail today was a little bit leading, uh, you know, that it was engineered to be that way because you, you want people to, to click. And it was, um, you know, apparently it looked quite similar to a well-known uh, adult website, uh, news to me. <laughs> but um, this person was saying that by posting that, I was not only disrespecting uh, my viewers, but I was disrespecting God. And uh, he no longer uh, holds me in the in the high regard that that he did because I stooped so low as as to do that. So, um, luckily that was the only uh, that was the only negative comment. And you can't please everyone, I'm afraid. I think a lot of people said that they loved they they thought it was funny. So, um, you know, if the majority thought it was funny, uh, then it did the job. I think some people take this shit so seriously. I mean. I some I get that you know some people like yourselves it's you know a, a, an income revenue it's like your job sort of thing with other people it's kind of hobbies and that but like so even these people these trolls on like Reddit they just like comment it's like fuck it I, I don't know I just I just doesn't bother me I just don't take it that well, seriously I, I know, you know? I, it's like, I was thinking of all the things that are going on in this world at the moment all the all the killing and all the awful virus stuff and and someone's getting offended by a thumbnail that is at the end of the day, just a little bit of fun. All right, pushing the boundaries of being a little bit risque, but it was just all in good humour. Uh, there was nothing malicious, nothing devious. And I, I felt like saying, look, if you could read some of the comments I get every day on YouTube, then you'd be offended. Um, never mind a little thumbnail. Yeah, this is the thing. People don't realise you've got to have thick skin, I think. you, And that's why, like, I think one of the, the people in that Reddit thing started going, well, if you, you know, I think you... If you're going to be a fit, that's like, you know, you shouldn't be doing YouTube, you should stop doing it. It's like, no, I, I do YouTube because I'm not bothered by it. If I was, I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can't be doing it if you're a bit fucking gentle or a bit, you know, weak in that regard. You can't take a bit of, 
Because like you are putting yourself out there, aren't you? So you've kind of yeah. Well, I've I've learned that, mate. I, I've made my mistakes. I'm, I'll hold my hands up, but uh, I, I've hopefully I've learned from them. And uh, yeah, I've I've got a very uh, different different way of dealing with it now. I've I've definitely become uh, thicker skinned when it comes to all that stuff. But uh, the, anyway, yeah. At the end of the day, anybody that's hiding in a Reddit thread, kind of like taking a piss, that, that it sort of makes me laugh when they seem to think that they're better than than us it's like <laughs> oh yeah, yeah actually put so in one of the comments it's like if if i'm a loser for making fragrance videos you're definitely yeah. a loser for like posting in a reddit thread like some long rant about making fragrance videos so you know anyway yeah, so well, shall we do some course we can make assumptions about, about the people the kind of people who dwell and post in those dark places but anyway um yes let's do some let's do some podmin i think it's podmin time um yeah shall we shall, shall, we, shall i start with a nice review that's what I was going to say. Let's start with some positive review. Well, hopefully they're positive. Yeah. Um, let's do that. Okay. Well, this is a very short and sweet review, but I would like to read it out. It is a five-star review. It is titled Great Podcast. So that gives you a good idea of the um, the content of the, the review itself, which is, look forward to my weekly dose of frag chat. Keep it up, guys. That is from Miss V1973, who is residing in the United States of America. So thank you, Miss V. 1973 very much appreciated really really glad that you're enjoying the podcast cool that's awesome that's lovely that might be uh, melissa i think her surname's a v isn't it um she's a regular sort of oh, is it? oh yes it might yes, be yes she know. posts pretty much every video without fail she's a great supporter if it is melissa thank yeah. you so much and if it isn't melissa thank you so very much anyway thank you anyway yeah, <laughs> yeah. um well um, we've had have you got some kofi for us mate we have we have had some kofis we've had quite a few this week so thank you everybody it's really it helps kind of the podcast kind of keep going really because we sort of put those uh kofis towards the sort of admin fees and things so you can find us on uh, ko-fi.com forward slash all one word uh, the scent geeks um and you can um yeah donate as little as three pounds just like it's just like you're buying us a coffee to say cheers um yeah and who knows one day we we might all meet up in some place and have a real coffee but that would be good so we've had a few this week so um paul edmonds who i think might have donated before um he said uh you guys 26 and going strong how do we ever live without this audio delight so thanks for that paul that's really nice of you cheers paul paul a a very consistent supporter in fragcom everyone everyone loves paul thanks paul and somebody called The Next Frag Channel has said, I got into your podcast a bit late in the game and have been binge listening to all 26 weeks at work. Big fan of both your channels. I'm a huge fraghead, scent geek, uh, what have you, and I'm toying with the idea of starting my own channel. Thanks for the inspiration. Keep it up, guys. So thank you for that. If you do start your own thank channel, you. good luck with it. And don't let the trolls bother you, as we've learned earlier. Yeah, good luck. Um, and um, I'll read one more then there's a, um, a couple more after that I'll let you uh, read Chris so the okay. next one we've got from Mr. Josh G um, he said I'll send more money if you start doing one arm push ups on your videos <laughs> so oh. <laughs> I've that is obviously reference to the legend that is Jeremy Fragrance Jay Frag who, yeah. yes um, I've tried doing one arm push ups in one of my videos and I failed quite badly so <laughs> Chris, you've you've got some guns on, yeah. Have you can you do one arm push ups? Well, you know what? I think it, not really. No, I I kind of fail miserably whenever I try. I feel like I should have the strength to do it, but a lot it's of it, technique, I think, it? is as much about the technique and the balance. I think you've got to have a very precise positioning of your body uh, to be able to and core to do strength it, so. and technique. Yeah. So I remember somebody if I was telling me once, a lot of it, obviously that's what I'm saying. 
of yeah, course. Um, so there's two others. Do you want to kind of read those with those two? Yeah, I'll go for these. Yeah, so um, AVFC Dean uh, via Instagram has uh, th- that's his handle on Instagram. He has bought us a coffee and he says, "Enjoy your coffees." While I'm here, can you both tell us your favourites from Pocket Sense? Keep up the good work, Steve. Have you got a favourite from Pocket Sense? I do. My absolute favourite is uh, their version of Silver Mountain Water, which is called Scottish Mountain Water, which was actually you inadvertently named, Chris. Yeah. And I and I was the one that told you that, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. So you did a video <laughs> taking the piss out of um, some a bottle of water that you got. I think Scottish Mountain Water was it from like Marks and Spencer or somewhere. Um, yes, it was. And yeah, sort of taking the mix saying that, you know, is it another clone? And then Matt uh, from Pocket Sense, that gave him the idea to call his version of Silver Mountain War Scottish Mountain War, obviously, because he's based yeah. in Scotland. So, and I love that. I think it's very similar to the original Silver Mountain War, slightly sweeter, maybe, slightly less green, mm-hmm. uh, which I actually prefer. So, yeah, I really enjoy that as my favourite. Well, I'm going to go with Blood Axe, which is their interpretation of Creed's Viking, because I just love Viking so much. And I think the uh, uh, the Blood Axe is is very close. I think it, it does a great job. And uh, it's, what, 35 quid for 50 mil? So it's just a great, affordable way of getting a nice, a good quality take on, on that DNA. So, yeah, Blood Axe yeah, for me. It's, it's really good. I did a side-by-side with a sample of the original, and I, I'm not as familiar with the original sort of Viking as you. I know you obviously own a bottle and wear it, but I really struggled to tell the difference between those two. I thought they were really good. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and that, one, I more just review, one more review uh, here. Yeah. yeah, this is from the Donald, and he says, "You guys are great. I mean it. Really great. The greatest of the great. You know that." So, well, I mean, we did didn't really until we just read that. So, thanks, the Donald. Um, now we know we're great, and thank you for your Kofi donation. Much appreciated. Now, I know a little secret there. I'm not going to say who it is, but the Donald is actually a previous donator. Um, but what they didn't realise, because they've sent me a message for a scenario which might be featured in upcoming weeks, and they sent me a message for that, and I said, and I replied to them and said, oh, thanks for the sort of Kofi, by the way. They're like, oh, like, damn it, how did you know it was me? I sort of used an alias. <laughs> and when we get the Kofis, the PayPal payment comes from their PayPal account, their name, so it shows the name on the PayPal account. So I knew it was them, but they didn't realise that. So they were like, oh, damn, I'm busted. I was like, oh, at least Chris doesn't know. So yeah, it is. I won't say who it is, but yeah, it's a, it's a, a somebody that's donated before. So thank you for that. I really, really do appreciate that. Are you? Well, you can tell me after Steve, but I, I could have a guess, but. Uh... If you don't want to tell me, then uh, we, we, we you tell me tell me when we're off the air. I'll tell you after because because they, they didn't yeah. want you to know, so I will respect. All that, right, fine, so. we will respect that. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, so that's that's I think pretty much all our podmin done for this episode. Uh, Steve, I'm really interested in what you've been wearing this week. Right, let me just um have a look. Let me load up my Instagram is where I often look because I do my. <laughs> I thought. Uh, I thought you had a little book there, a little diary that you write in your your centre of the day. Today, I am wearing... Well, no, I do actually make notes for the podcast, just so I don't forget what to say. But um, I do... Normally, I refer to my Instagram because I do my centre of the day, and then so it's a good place to kind of see what I've been wearing this week. So um, I, interestingly enough, have had a little bit of a... um, a pocket sense it sounds like they're going to be sponsoring this episode but they're not actually i've had a bit of a pocket <laughs> sense week this week it sort of all came about so i started off with a week i did early on in the week i did a first impressions video of an alexandria fragrance and it's their tuscan king so it's a cross between um obviously um tom ford's tuscan leather and uh, aventus 
so they've mm. mixed the two. Have you smelled that one? I know a lot of people. Yeah, I've got a, a sample of it, mate. It's uh, it's a, it's a little wild. It, I I like it. I. I do really like it. I, it's kind of, you know where Tuscan Leather does a specific thing and Aventus does a specific thing? Um, Tuscan King, whilst I love it, is kind of, it's all guns blazing. It's more of a blunt instrument. It's more like, you know, if you want to be smelled, if you want everyone to notice you and you want to smell wild and, and maybe get some compliments, wear this. Uh, so perhaps some of these hybrids, I think, can lack a little refinement that, that the originals might have that they're made up of. But not to say that's a negative thing. I, I think some people are using hybrids because of that, because they want to go out all guns blazing and uh, yeah, I, create an impact. I sort of I feel the same. I actually liked the smell of it. I think it's done sort of quite well. It smells good, but I don't think I'd wear it because I'd either wear well, I prefer ombre leather to Tuscan leather. Um, mm. uh, I'd either wear that or a fresh like fragrance like a Venice. I don't ever sort of see the need to mix the two but i think if you like both fragrances okay. it's worth checking out because it does sort of yeah I, I liked tuscan king I'd, I'd have no problem wearing that love it so because of that i then um that gave me the idea that i thought oh, i've not worn um ombre leather for a while but i don't own the original i own pocket sense version so i ended up wearing like one of the days this week i wore um leather essenza from pocket sense which is their version of ombre leather which i sort of really enjoy mm -hmm. and i sort of forgot how much i like that fragrance um i then because of that i then started going oh Pocket sense. I've not actually worn Scottish Mountain Water, the, the fragrance I mentioned earlier. I've not worn that for a while, so I wore that another day. And then, interestingly, today my scent of the that, uh, scent of the night is a uh, purple gourmand from Pocket Sense. I sort of had a shower, then I wanted something mm. quite sort of snuggly and sweet, so I went for purple purple gourmand. Yeah, um, I wore that yesterday actually. Yeah, it's it's a bloody good fragrance. It's a it's a good original creation. Um, a couple of others that I've worn. I've worn uh, Wanted by Night from. Um, uh, Azare, we've mentioned this several times. I love that yeah. fragrance. And I've also um, worn uh, Kieran NYC. I've been doing some testing because I've, I've got a video coming up soon. Um, so I've been wearing 10AM Flirt and um, I really enjoy that one. And um, I've worn another one of theirs. What's the purple one called? I can't remember what it's called now. Can you remember? Uh, um, Santal Sky? No, that's the blue one. It's funny that I know uh, them from colours, don't I? But um, Nitro Noir? Nitro Noir. I've, I've worn that yeah. briefly as well. Um, but I, I prefer 10am Flirt, so I sort of, I've worn that for a few okay. days, actually. And I wore that today. So so that's me, pretty much. What about All you, right. mate? What have you been wearing? Uh, so I've been wearing today... God, I've, been, I've worn about three things today. Um... So I'm currently wearing Istanbul from Galavant, which is a lovely kind of resinous vanilla fragrance with, with myrrh. It's, it's great. It's, um, it's right up there as one of my favourites from the house now. I also wore this morning, uh, I wore from Aqua de Palma. It's a, a recent acquisition of mine. I love the Colonia, so I wanted to get Colonia Intensa because George and I travelled back from Milan together last year and he was wearing it and it smelled amazing. So at some point I knew I was going to I was gonna grab that. Um, I wore Araby from Serge Luton. I wore uh, Narcisco Rodriguez for him. I've worn a bit of Carlisle, of course, from our beloved PDM, or my beloved PDM. And I wore Black Iris from Amouage, the, the newest uh, flanker release from them. The fir their first ever flanker, actually. So that's my week oh, in fragrance. It's a good week. What's um, uh, Narcisco Rodriguez for him like? Because it's well, one of those ones that sort of caught my attention before, but I've never pulled the trigger on it. Um, so I'm just curious, what's, what's it smell like? Or So it's a violet-heavy fragrance, uh, violet and amber, okay. I think, predominantly. And it reminds me a little bit of Fahrenheit. Not exactly the same, but it's along those lines. It's got that... 
uh, diffusion and lift that you would expect from a designer fragrance but it's got a heavy weight to it as well and it smells a little leathery to me leather's not a note but it was definitely getting like a suede leather accord but i liked it i thought it was really good uh it was that nice balance between being creative but being designerish and mass appealing so that that kind of fragrance i guess would appeal to a lot of people and i think it gets a lot of love as well a lot of people commented on my post on instagram that they love it i think it's amazing uh so it's a good fragrance I need to. I might sort of check that out. Violet is one of those notes that can work really well. There's, there's some violet fragrances that I really enjoy, but conversely, if you're not careful or if you're a bit trigger happy, it can start going down to all the palm of violets or smelling like a, a, a an older lady, <laughs> like with the violet. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a sort of tricky note. I think you have to sort of uh, wear yeah, it. Yeah, this definitely does not smell like palmer violets or older lady it's uh it's closer to the petroleum kind of vibe you get from fahrenheit to be honest mm. rather than that so it does smell very masculine actually hmm. i might sort of check that yeah. out um so let's let's talk about uh, a little bit of kind of youtube stroke news shall we um yes i was um i've not again I've, it's been a very busy week for me so i've not watched all the youtube videos from my fellow fragrance content creators uh, that I would like. I don't ever get to watch all of them. There's, there's just too many. I'm just subscribed to too many. Uh, but uh, two in particular caught my eye this week. It was a new release from Parfums de Mali, which I was not anticipating. I didn't know it was coming at all. So um, Brooklyn Fragrance Lover and Stephen from Red Leslin simultaneously dropped a review on the new fragrance, which is called Sutton. And it comes in a very lovely looking uh, translucent jade colored bottle so it looks the bottle's like the sedley one uh but but green and they both had uh, a lot of good things to say about the fragrance uh, they, they were both very complimentary on it actually so what's, very much looking forward to trying that yeah no what what sort of started because i've not actually i saw the drop those videos but like you i've not actually sort of watched them so i don't know my, i saw this fragrance was released but what sort of style is it do you it know what notes are in there or be, it seems to be quite i think they were saying it's a fruity a green and fruity type fragrance mm. Um, which I think would work well. I think they were saying as a spring fragrance. So, okay. uh, yeah, was it really difficult? I was trying to kind of get a profile formulated in, in, in my head from listening to the, the notes, but I just, I don't think I've quite, and they said it's very unique and not reminiscent of, of any other fragrance as well. It's it's not derivative at all. It's its own thing. So if they'd have said, oh, it smells a little bit like this or that, then I might have a better picture. But yeah, I'm completely blind to it, really. So hopefully um, grab a, a sample of that and, and have a little sniff at some point. I look forward to seeing your opinion, right? Yeah, I was gonna, that was going to be one of my questions, actually. Did they say it sort of smelled similar to anything? Because I personally don't agree, but there's obviously a lot of kind of talk in sort of forums and videos and stuff about... You know, like a PDM being, I wouldn't say it's sort of clones or anything, but they take almost inspiration from some designers and make niche versions of them. That's what some people say, you know, like yeah. the example being like Leighton is like a niche version of Boss Bottle, etc. And so there's, there's, so I, I don't necessarily, well, I'm not familiar enough with the house to um, probably form a strong opinion, but I don't really kind of get it. But I did wonder if they'd sort of commented along those lines. Yeah, no, they, they did. They mentioned that it wasn't uh, smelling like anything else. So, uh, mm. Yeah, very interested to try it. Well, Any more news, Steve? Yes, we're well, talking of new releases. I've seen through um, the world of Instagram, and I don't think I've seen it on YouTube yet, but a couple of um, FragCom sort of YouTubers have posted on Instagram about uh, George Saharov's got a couple of new fragrances. 
Um, so I've not smelt them. I didn't know about yeah. them until I saw that they post them. So um, there's two new ones. I'm just going to see if I can load up um, his yeah, page. Yeah, I'm just looking it up now. So there's two new ones. So um, if I if you load it up as well, I'll read the sort of first one. So the first one is, um, so they're both, as far as I know, kind of based along his um, poor on kind of line or original creation and sort of. So the first one is a Sahara Signature Noir and you can, they're available on his website for kind of pre-sale. Um, Signature Noir is a limited edition. Uh, it's in uh, 60ml uh, for $105. And uh, I'll just read the blurb off the website. Here it is, offered in limited amounts and only one size, the first of two siblings born from the Sahara Signature Pour Rom collection. We took this extraordinary fragrance and removed all of the herbaceous oils and with just the wood and balsamic notes, added pink pepper with citrus oils, mandarin, oh, I love mandarin, and bergamot with a floral freesia. God, this sounds right up my street, to be honest. To take it to another level of dark, uh, anise and tonka were added to the oud, frankincense and myrrh to create a magical scent that will elevate the soul and take you on the journey of a lifetime wow i do love the sort well, of fragrance uh, preambles well, and stuff yeah and i'm not that sounds great i'm not going to list all of the notes there i think i'll leave it there because um, george has listed every single one and as he did with his parom where they come from because he sort of takes notes from all over the world doesn't he and he kind of is quite proud to kind of do that so yeah it's, it looks like a, a, a very yet again another sort of quite complex um uh, creation from him yeah, well, I'm very excited to try that. I wonder when that's when that's getting me. Oh, uh, this one says August 2020, so I'm assuming they're both the same. Yeah, this is uh, it will be shipped August 2020, same, yeah. So do you want to yeah. read the other one, Chris? Do you want to say what the other one is? Yeah, so uh, the other one is called uh, Zaharoff Signature Royale, or Royal. Uh, it's a limited edition. And uh, this one... Uh, they say they have added citrus oils, juniper and apple, creating a magnificent blend with wood and balsamic notes. Kept it simple in the middle with lavender, uh, pimento leaves, magnolia, and the bottom notes uh, are made up of a fun, their fun and edgy with cashmere wood and musk and vanilla. So yeah, just a few notes in here. There's some cardamom. We love a, we love a bit of cardamom. Um, Le Nuit de Lom style in the uh, top notes of a fragrance. Some citruses, some juniper, apple. Yeah, as mentioned, the lavender, there's some magnolia in there, sandalwood, patchouli, bit of oud, and uh, yeah, suede and cashmere wood blend, ambers and musk and vanilla. So it sounds, they both sound really lovely, actually. Can't wait to smell them. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be as good as the original. The, I, th I think with George's fragrances, they're very kind of complex and I think you need, and this is, I was probably good with this, I should have spent more time. I did wear the original quite a few times, to be fair, but I think mm. it, it very much, you almost can get a different fragrance depending on the, the temperature and the sort of humidity, because there's quite a lot going on. Sometimes the different temperatures or humidities emphasize different notes and things I found yeah, with his, his fragrances. So, yeah. And, and often, and this is what I've seen, seems to be the case with Zahara's signature Poron, is when people first try it, they either instantly love it or they're not quite sure i've never heard anyone go oh that's really not for me um but then most people who have first tried it and said mm, not quite sure once they've spent some time with it like like george the fragrance apprentice we had a first impressions on a video that we did with george in, in york and um george initially quite liked it but he wasn't uh, it wasn't setting his world alight but then in the months that uh, have since passed he absolutely loves it to the point where he wants to get a backup bottle of his original bottle. 
Uh, and I've noticed a few people talk about that fragrance in that way, that uh, the more they wear it, the more they familiarise themselves with it, the more, the more they enjoy it and appreciate it. So it seems to be a grower. It's a grower, not a shower, is what we're saying. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, yeah. I can relate to that, because when I first smelt it, I was like, oh, okay, that's all right, it doesn't sort of... And then I smelt it several weeks later after somebody did a video, I was like, oh, let me just remind myself, I was like, oh, that smells better than I remember. And then wearing it, there's a, there's a lot going on. Like I say, I think you need to spend some time with it and and different temperatures seem to kind of affect it differently and emphasize different notes and things so it, it's certainly yeah. something that you need to live with i think to really appreciate yeah for sure cool um now we we've got a, another little um live as we record this anyway first impressions neither of us have smelled this fragrance but we are both going to smell it for the first time together right now and share our first impressions are you ready steve well, I am. So this goes back to was it last week's episode? I asked you All about the way back to Ter- last week, mate. Yeah, yeah. Way back. Ter de- <laughs> so it's Ter de Mez. I sort of discussed that the original. I actually sm- I think it smells really good on other people, but for some reason the original Ter de Mez I can't kind of get on with when I wear it. It just doesn't. The vetiver is a bit sort of a bit too earthy on me. Um, but Timmy had done a video where he sort of blind bought Ter de Mez, the O Tray Fresh uh, version. And he's, apparently it's a lot more wearable. He really enjoyed it, even though he's not a fan of the original. So I sort of commented that I want to try it. And I nearly blind bought it this week. But one of our listeners and my sort of YouTube subscribers, Matt, actually contacted me. Uh, he sent me stuff in the past. And he said, look, I've got a sample. I'll send it to you. So he did. So I've got a sample. Um, Mr. Billy Big Pockets High Roller Chris there has just bought a bottle, blind bought it. So, um, well, well, so yeah, we're going to Unfortunately, Matt it. didn't get in touch with, with me. So I, I did blind buy a bottle. Well, he probably took pity on me. He probably thought, well, Chris is a high roller with his thirty odd thousand subscribers. He doesn't, he doesn't need help. But Steve, I'll throw him some love. So, so yeah, I've not smelt this yet. I've resisted the right. urge. Now, I came close to blind buying a bottle of this this week. I literally kind of was there. It's practically in my basket and stuff. And then Matt sort of contacted me at the right time. So I thought, now I'll be sensible. Um, and I. You're opening the cellophane, and, uh, and I'll rate and I'll get the sample just now. Fingering it, mate, at, in anticipation. At, at the end of this, I'm going to declare if I'm going to buy it or not. That because that, I think I'm going to really yeah. like this. That's what I'm. And declaring. at the end of but, this, I will I will declare whether I regret blind buying it or not. Well, I might buy it from you, mate. That'll work out well, wouldn't well, it? Yeah, <laughs> if you like. Uh, all right, mate. Well, you do you want to get spraying on yours uh, while I uh, while I do my cellophane? Okay, then? I'll I'll do a little spray on my hand here. You might hear yeah. it. Yeah. Ooh. I'm just going to let mine die down a little bit while you noisily open your cellophane. I know, I've done cellophane, done. I'm, on, I'm onto the box. Have a look at the bottle. Oh, yes. I love these Ted MS bottles. They're nice. They are classy, aren't they? Yeah. Okay. That is very citrusy, which is right up my street. I love kind oh, of God. orange and mandarin. You can't get the bloody top off. Come on. Oh, that's that's really good. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, hey, I was trying to pull it off. It's a twist down. <laughs> you amateur. <laughs> I know. It's been a while since I've opened a Ted. I used to have a bottle of Ted Hermes. I don't know if it was the same cap as this, but oh, unless I've broken it. Well, like a minute or two in, it gets yeah. really orangey. Like somebody said, it's just like being hit with like an orange tree. It really is very like orangey. Yeah. I like a, like a bit of orange in fragrance. Oh, that's really... Oh, that's right up my street. Oh, it's like a... It's like an orange. <laughs> it really is, isn't it? It, it is really very is. orangey. Um, but also, almost like a, 
Reminds me like of a, an orange cake or something as well. There's 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 a sort of subtle kind of sweetness to it. There's it's mm. very citrusy, very orangey. I don't know. If it, I orange mean, is definitely predominant in that. Yeah. If you don't like orange, do not get this fragrance. Is what I would say. Yeah. It's very clean, isn't it? Very fresh and clean. That would work quite well with sort of white shirt in an office, wouldn't it? In the summer. Yeah. I don't know what performance yeah. is going to be like. I, if you know what it smells. What's this? An EDT. It smells quite strong and potent initially. It's not a, you know, it's it's sitting fairly heavy on my skin. It's not too. It's not light and fleeting. So it's a nice sort of, sort of fresh aquatic kind of underneath isn't it yeah watery it's, yeah. it's a little watery isn't it yeah and there's a sort of subtle kind of woodiness to it I guess but it's not like the orange and the sort of fresh aquatic is the main takeaway yeah. without doubt now, I remember you saying that you didn't quite get on with the original because of the vetiver in there and I don't think there is vetiver in this so no. are you appreciating that I am appreciating that because I actually that was one of the reasons why I nearly blind bought it because after Timmy's video I looked it up and I was like oh there's, they've removed the vetiver from this which is I, I like I say on my mate it, the original smelt really good I actually asked him I'm like what are you wearing that smells good and he's like oh it's just Ted and I think he has the original EDT um, and and but whenever I kind of I got a sample and stuff and I wore it it's like I just couldn't the vetiver's a bit too earthy for me when I sort of wear it all day it gets a bit I don't know I don't enjoy yeah. it where this certainly smells like the original but it's it's I much More prefer orangey. it. Yeah, very orangey, an orangey version of the original without the vetiver. Yeah, I almost get this is weird. I don't know if this is coming from the um, the watery notes in here, but it makes me think of sitting by a swimming pool drinking a glass of fresh orange juice. You know, a swimming pool on holiday somewhere in the sun. Uh, I get that more more than it being kind of watery sea notes. It's more of a swimming pool vibe. Do you, when you said that, you know what it made me think of when I was in Spain last year against uh, uh, next to the swimming pool. He had an orange clippo. <laughs> oh, what are you five? <laughs> they were free, mate. I had about a million clippos that week. Oh Jesus! Yeah. All right for someone who loves orange. No, I think that's really good. I will, I will buy this because I love yeah, orange. Yeah, it's very. It's got a very classical kind of masculine, fresh cologne feel to it, but. It doesn't smell uh, dated at all. It's got a very modern twist. I wonder if that's the maybe the watery notes. What else have we got in here? There's some geranium in here, woody notes, patchouli and cedar. I think now it's starting to dry down a touch. I'm getting a little bit more of the sort of woody base. Um, yeah. Which, again, makes are it get, quite gentlemanly. Are you swimming pool chlorine vibe? Not in a bad way, but I, I feel mm. it reminds me of swimming pool on holiday. Maybe it's just an association. I no. I wouldn't say I'm getting sort of chlorine-y. But yeah, it's just mm. very... I, I really like that. I think you could wear that in your office. I love orangey fragrance. I love mandarin. I love, um, obviously, Happy from Clinique. I love... Um, uh, I love, well, um, Mercedes-Benz Cologne, which is a take on yep. a Dior Rome Cologne. Again, I love the mandarin in that. And loads of people keep telling me to try and get... Um, oh, that's that one that... that um, there's another orangey fragrance that somebody keeps recommending to me whenever I do a video. They're like, oh, you really should try this, but it's, it's quite bad uh, performance of what I've seen. Um, right. So I, I, I love this sort of fragrance. I'll think of it in a minute, but yeah, this is right up my street, so I think I'll definitely it's, grab a bottle of this. Yeah, I would say that this is in the same kind of ballpark as uh, Versace Mano Fresh in terms of fresh, light, clean, citrusy. Yeah, definitely the same type of fragrance, isn't it? 
But yeah. I think it's a little heavier than that, actually. I think it seems to have a little more depth to it. M- might be a little woodier than that one. And um, now it's just starting to settle down a bit. I feel like I'm getting... There's no musks um, listed uh, on Fragrantica anyway, but I'm getting a nice little kind of muskiness to it as well, which seems to work nicely with the... Gives the orange more of like a creamy orange vibe. Mm. Yeah. It's lovely. No, I, I was going to say to you, I've got like this a sort of smooth creaminess to it. But I wouldn't say like a yeah. vanilla creaminess, just a nice smooth no. kind of creaminess to it. This is nice. Yeah, it's it's not out and out kind of juicy. In the beginning, I think it's very clean, juicy citrus. But as it settles, it seems to just, just get a little creamier. I agree. I'll be picking up a bottle of that. So there you go. That's my takeaway yeah. from well, this. And that is go. not a blind buy regret for me. I'm going to really look forward to, to wearing this sometime when the sun comes out again. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is hopefully right. soon <laughs> we are over 35 minutes so shall we move on to the scenario let's smash out a quick scenario just to finish things off well I say quick but it's not um, so this comes from uh, Ben Ben Roberts so we've actually what I should say as well we've, I've had quite a few scenarios sent to me this week so thank you everybody If so if it's not featured it might be featured in the coming weeks obviously I can only do one per week so when I get like five or six in a week it, I can't do them all so don't be offended if yours hasn't been picked it doesn't mean it won't be it just might mean it, it might come in in future weeks so um, before I read the scenario that come from Ben uh, just after he kind of gave me the scenario he also said uh, left us a little sort of comment he said uh, lastly love the pod I legitimately searched for a long time for a fragrance podcast to feed my addiction during some long commutes you guys were trailblazers and now some other podcasts and he's putting inverted commas are quotation marks rude he put maybe are popping up keep up the great work so that's uh ben and this is his scenario which um i like because it's a real one so he's put hey steve word to your mother which is obviously on my uh, youtube channel i hope you and the family are doing well i have a scenario from my own life imagine you are a 45 year old psychologist you own a thriving private practice with 23 employees and thousands of patients. And he's put in brackets, sorry for the humble brag. All right, mate. Jesus. <laughs> he's, he's not buying samples, mate. He's blind buying full bottles. He is, I tell you. Yeah. Um, he anyway, and he said, and you encounter 100 or more people a week. You are, now, uh, you are not new to the fragrance community and you have grown tired of the standard fair fragrances for work. We all know the ones, your Pradas and your Dior Oms. Even Leighton has grown a little stale. You are looking to spice up the rotation and are looking for six new fragrances, either niche or designer, one for each season and two uh, all year or special occasion scents. But because of your position and the number of people you see alone in your office, you can't go for anything too challenging what do you pick? He said, just for reference, he currently wears Viking, Beach Hut Man, uh, Yves Saint Laurent Y, the EDT, which I prefer to the EDP personally, uh, Dior Om and Silver Mountain Water most often. Now, what mm-hmm. I will say, Chris, I'm not expecting you to list six fragrances. I've got a few in mind. I've got a couple in mind. So if you want to do a couple like you normally do, maybe a niche designer or something, and then I've, I've got a couple that I sort of thought of pre-podcast recording. Um, so yeah, that's the scenario. You're a forty-five-year-old psychologist, very busy practice. You see lots of people, so you want something that's a bit different or new to the usual fare, but not too challenging. Okay, okay, interesting. So, shall I? What shall I go for? Say, go for three, and you go for three. Yeah, um, yeah, I've got a few in mind. So I sort of, I, I just to take the pressure off you. When he sort of thought, so that's a bit harsh for get you to think of six. In yeah, one six. So I did, I did sort of have a little six think. Yeah. Chris, you've got, you need to name 20 fragrances that I can wear for a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So yeah, if you name a few, I've got a few in mind. So yeah. Okay. Right. Um, so ones that have come to mind, I've got two designers and one niche here. 
and I've just tried to factor in kind of different fragrances for different uh, seasons, different temperatures, but I feel like any of these three you could wear, they're versatile enough to wear all year round as well. So the first one I'm going to start with is Aqua Di Gio Profumo because mm-hmm. I think it's um, it's a great, it's got good, I, I think in the heat, I think it's got decent longevity. I think it it'd do you for a, a day, a day at work. And in fact, it's one of those fragrances that I think people smell it on you uh, for longer than you think you can smell it on yourself. So okay, I think the yeah. performance is perhaps a bit better than I've given it credit for. Um, but it's um, it's got a lovely fresh aquatic take, but it's got some depth, it's got some woody depth and some incense in there, which makes it smell mysterious, masculine, um, but at the same time different and uh, mass appealing. I think it's a very acceptable fragrance to be wearing in a situation where you meet, you're you know, working with lots of people, you're seeing lots of different people every day. You're not going to be choking anyone out, basically. And you can wear that in the summer or you can wear that in the winter. I think it'll work uh, all year round. Uh, my next one I have is uh, another designer. It's from Dior, and I'm going with uh, Dior Sauvage Parfum, which, again, versatile fragrance for all year round. It's a very um, masculine kind of fougere type fragrance, uh, classically masculine, but it's got a lovely modern uh, twist to it. Uh, so it doesn't smell dated whatsoever, but it smells great. It smells like a well put together man, but um, it's not too oppressive. It's not too much. I think it would definitely work in the situations that Ben has uh, has mentioned. And then the next one is going to be one that perhaps you wouldn't wear in the high heat, but I'm guessing maybe he's working in air conditioning offices, that that kind of thing. So you possibly could wear this all year round. I, I've gone for a bit of tobacco. So this is going to be like amazing for autumn and winter. And this is a niche fragrance that isn't too expensive. It's, uh, well, well, I'll say what it is. So it's a Tabac Rouge from Faden, and it has a vibe similar to Tobacco Vanille from Tom Ford, but it's not as loud as that. It's more refined. A lot. Some people feel Tobacco Vanille is too much, um, that it's too strong a fragrance. Well, Tabac Rouge is like the, definitely not the watered down version of that, but it's more nuanced and it's a little more subtle in terms of its projection and in terms of how loud it is. And uh, rather than the vanilla, the sweetness is more coming from the honey in this one. So it's a, it's a beauty, it's actually a beautiful fragrance. It's a very, I think it's a very sexy fragrance as well. So, um, but I think it's still appropriate for his work situations. So th- those are my three. Good picks there, mate. Can't argue with those. You've you've got this um, lovely relationship develop- developing with Aquatigia uh, Perfumo, I've noticed. this. this... It's, yeah. I'm, I'm warm. Definitely, the more I wear it, the definitely more I'm, I'm warming towards it. I just thought I'd first spray it and it was going to be love at first sniff. I thought, I, you know, the hype was that much that I thought I'm going to be head over heels for it. And I just kind of wasn't. But I do like it and I do kind of get it the more I wear it. Cool. Right, my picks, uh, some of the ones I was thinking, I was thinking um, this guy clearly has deep pockets. He's kind of a big deal. So I thought I would whop out some uh, Byron Man, maybe, which is not a cheap fragrance by any uh, any stretch of the imagination. It's, um, but again, very clean, fresh kind of floral fragrance, worked quite well in the spring. Even though it's called Byron Man, I think you and I both agreed in our when we did our reviews that it's perfectly unisex, actually. Um, yep. And I think there's nothing, there's, which is strange but yeah considering it's uh byron man but i think it's perfectly yeah, unisex. It's a great choice but very clean very fresh performance isn't great so you might need to top up um halfway through the day maybe um 
keep a sample in your drawer or something in your office so that would again very inoffensive very clean my wife complimented me on that when i sort of wore it she sort of said i smell nice um i think obviously one we mentioned earlier the sahara of poron would work very well oh yeah um, great choice great shot um one that's um interesting i found was um santel sky from uh, Kieran MYC. Mm -hmm. I found that is a lovely, clean, professional fragrance. I personally found it is a touch too feminine on my skin, but lots of the people that watch my video, uh, lots of gents said, no, works really well on me. I don't think it's too feminine mm -hmm. at all. I know you didn't think that, so that might be worth a look as well. Very affordable niche mm -hmm. there. Um, and the other one I thought I'd throw in and is actually Aqua de Gio Absolute. It's a good summer fragrance. Um, it, for, okay. for me personally, I think it's criminally underrated. It did not get much love. I think in the opening, the sort of aquatic vibe is a little bit off-putting. It doesn't kind of sit. But once it dries down a little, I think it is in the dry down is where it really works. It's just a lovely, clean, it's not as sweet as everybody says, slightly sweet fragrance that just really works. You'll get compliments, won't offend everybody, work really well in an office environment. And it's not as sweet as everybody says. It's not like in, in, Invictus or anything like that. So I, d I don't think it's it's too young for somebody that's 45 to wear personally. So um, I've not tried Aqua de Gier Absolute Instinct, though. Apparently that's a bit more mature, but I've not tried no, that. No, I haven't. No. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, I, Ben, we've spent m more than enough time. You've had more than enough uh, time dedicated to your scenario now. Uh, I, I don't know, I'll, asking for six fragrances. Yeah. It's a bit Piss green, take. It? It's usually one. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, um, don't forget to leave a Kofi. <clears throat> anyway, um, so, <laughs> hey, brilliant. Yeah, no, it's uh, we, we love the real-life situation ones. I, I, feel like we, I feel like we're doing someone a bit of a service by coming up with the uh, recommendations for these scenarios. I like it. Yeah, no, I agree. I do enjoy it. Um, before we sort of close off, because we're sort of running out of time, I've just remembered the fragrance I was trying to remember earlier that everybody keeps telling me to get, which is kind of orangey slash mandarin. It's uh, mm. Cheyenne Blue, their Blood Orange. I've, oh, I've yeah. not tried it yet. Um, I love sort of orange and mandarin. As I mentioned, loads of people keep sort of, whenever I release a fragrance that's citrus and I mention that I love mandarin, they keep saying, oh, you need to try that. But I've heard the performance is bad. But again, let us know. Give us your feedback. Go in the Facebook group, the Scent Geeks uh, podcast Facebook group and let me know what you think to it. Does it work for you? What is the performance like? Help a brother out. Send a sample if yeah. you want. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was the one that I'd forgot earlier. So I just wanted to kind of call back and mention that. Great. And then just to pop back to how uh, the Ted Hermes Autre uh, Fraiche is settling down. So um, I've just been getting wafts. I've not been smelling right up to my skin, which often we do when we're testing fragrances. So just to get the natural sort of projection just coming off my skin, it's smelling really nice, very settling down beautifully. It smells very, um, very fresh and clean and uh, very pleasant. So, yes, um, just to report back on a slight bit of dry down, still loving it. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to get a ball because I think that's nice and sophisticated. It's quite like... It's just—it's got a bit of class, hasn't it? It's not sort of cheap and definitely, you know, definitely. Classy. As much as I love yeah. Clinique Happy, it's obviously a bit synthetic and it's a sort of. But this is a bit more sort of classier, probably. Mm, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Great. Well, um, I always love doing these. I know it's only the second one we've we've done, but uh, I do really enjoy doing these first impressions uh, on the podcast. So we'll have to do more of them, Steve. Yeah. No, I enjoy it. It makes uh, it's it's interesting. So if give us some feedback, guys. Go in there, like I say, go into the Facebook group and let us know. Does it work, or do you do not not enjoy it so much? Because you you know, smell a vision doesn't really work through through listening. But let us know. No. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, we described it adequately for people to get a bit of of an idea well let's um let's wrap things up i will uh 
let you say your goodbye, Steve. Yeah, nothing to add other than thank you, everybody. Thank you, as I say, for all of the um, scenarios they sent in. Hopefully they'll come out in the, the coming weeks, so don't be disappointed if it wasn't featured. It, it still may do. So uh, thanks for those. Keep them coming and obviously keeping the Kofis and the reviews. We we love you for doing that. We certainly do. I'd just like to finish off by thanking everybody once again for listening. If you can find it in your hearts, if you have time in your Busy days to leave us a lovely five-star review over on uh, Apple Podcasts. We would very much appreciate that. A lot of the stats for podcasts get drawn from Apple, so uh, that would be massively helping helping us out. So uh, if you can uh, find the time, that would be very much appreciated. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. We will be here for you next week. Have a week, geeks. Bye. Bye.